and welcome back to the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson and I am joined on this, uh, the seven seas by Mr. <laughs> sorry, Captain MC. Hello. That, that, Yara, that would be me, I yeah, guess. I decided halfway through that intro I was going to make it pirate themed. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell. <laughs> it was seamless. And welcome back. This is episode 13. No, 14 MC. Mm. I'm going to edit one of those out <laughs> of season three. What happened last time? Well, MC is on a bit of a rampage Just because a bit. Jay, the person that he does actually like now, apparently, <laughs> has been kidnapped by the evil Inspector Hirato. Uh, Chief Inspector Chief Hirato. Chief Inspector Hirato, sorry. Um, and uh, Shona Khan is trying to get MC and Chip to work together again, which is going great. <sighs> and also he said that he needs to trust. Uh, Chip also said, hey, maybe he's back for evil purposes. Who knows? <laughs> but you should definitely work together. Yeah. <laughs> and where is Jay? He is in uh, Pirates of the Nightmare Caribbean. <laughs> Nightmare Pirates of the... That was Car- Pirates of the Caribbean 5, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was all of them. Yeah. Um... So yes, he is uh, in his own personal hell world, I guess. Uh, a world built around his greatest fear, which is, of course, pirates. Because this was written in like 2004 or five or something mm. when pirates were a thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Incidentally, the next WrestleMania is pirate-themed. Is it? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little side note there, sorry. <laughs> Prince McMahon on top of pop culture, as always. Maybe he listens to this podcast. Ah, oh, that'd be it. And he listened to last week's episode and was like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> WrestleMania, pal. That sounds like something he would do. <laughs> well, listen to our podcast. Yeah, cause... this is getting way off topic. Yeah. <laughs> Go and listen to our wrestling podcast, which we don't have. If you want to hear about our thoughts on Vince McMahon and WrestleMania, but for now, let's get into it. This is Old Horizons Part Two. Yar, previously on Tamara Gason. Hirato pulled something out of his pocket and threw it at Jay's feet. A bright light blinded Jay and he didn't even see the portal open up in front of him. He fell in, and the portal closed. Jay started to follow, and another wave came over, sending him to the floor. Water ran into his ears, causing an echo to be added to his hearing. Yet still, he heard the cry from all the men that swarmed over the boat. PIRATES! They yelled. The demon that you killed at the airport opens portals to humans who worship it and perform a sacrifice but it doesn't use any existing reality. It makes a new one, specially made for the true fears and phobias of whoever is pushed into the portal. So the question becomes, what is Jay most afraid of? Pirates! In the aftermath of the explosion, their experiments have started to rise from the wreckage of the factory, mutated. These mutants do not serve a purpose. They just kill, not for fun, not for survival just for the pure fact they know they were created for evil. Then let's grab some weapons and get down there, Louise said. No. Shinokan stopped her. This is a quest for MC and Chip only. The leader pirate leant in close to Jay. What be your name, boy? Jay couldn't answer. I am Captain Wakefield, the deadliest and brutal pirate on these seas. You'll do well to remember that. Captain Wakefield started to cackle. Two pirates picked Jay up and dragged him away. He tried to keep himself from sobbing. MC! He thought, Where are you? Chip loaded two small knives into the wrist spring unit him and MC had designed. 
They'd started work on making the weapon after seeing it being put to good use by Robert De Niro in Taxi Driver after they'd first moved to Japan. So it took them until they moved to Tokyo and were ninjas to actually watch Taxi Driver. I'm disappointed in them. <laughs> <laughs> also, I thought it was going to be an Assassin's Creed reference, but then I realised this, this predates Assassin's oh Creed. Oh my god, this and is ancient. It is literally like... I literally explain what I'm ripping mm. off here. It's like, haha, Taxi Driver. Do you remember this happened in Taxi Driver? Also, doesn't Angel have one of those? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there we go. <laughs> angel ripped off uh, Taxi Driver and you ripped off Angel. It's the circle of... No, Taxi Driver ripped theft. off Angel. Uh, of course, yeah. <laughs> Robert De Niro wishes he was David Baranis. <laughs> <laughs> Seen as Chip had had so much time on his hands lately, he had started the project again, and with great success. He managed to build two working prototypes and was ready to put them to use. They were originally designed to hold wooden stakes, but Chip found throwing knives fitted nicely. Uh, of course, they, um, so they're being on, sent off on this team-building exercise, aren't right. they, by Shin no Khan, because of the genetics factory from of course. season one has been producing like weird monster creature things that mm-hmm. they have to go and kill now, apparently. Mm-hmm. Forget about Jay. This is clearly <laughs> priority number one. This, this is exactly what Shin no Khan said. <laughs> he was like... Fuck Jay! <laughs> <laughs> Basically... <laughs> Never liked that guy anyway. <laughs> As he reset the knives, Shin no Khan appeared at his doorway. Hey, Great. speak of the devil. Isn't it custom for ghosts to knock first? Chip asked. Is it? Is that a thing? <laughs> what? Ghosts are no, known for being polite. Is that a joke because he can't? Or is it Chip just an idiot? Or both? Yeah, idiot. Right, idiot. cool, 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 cool. I would if I could. Shinokan replied and exhibited what he meant by pushing his ghost-like hands through the wooden door. Couldn't he just go, knock, knock? Yeah, he could do, like in some sort of 90s sitcom or something like that. Yeah, but then someone would go, who's there? And he'd be like, oh, shit, um, do, uh, do- Doctor Who, wait, no, fuck that shit. <laughs> this Shinokan stand-up routine. <laughs> He's got a solid two seconds of material. <laughs> Chip placed a fighting axe in the inside of his black coat and slipped it on. I mean, it's got to be a fairly small fighting axe. Like, could you not? Is that dangerous against the chest and I stuff? I guess it's like a one-handed axe. Like a sort of tomahawk kind of thing. Right, okay. Yeah, that would work, I guess. He hasn't yeah. got a sword holder like MC. Exactly. <laughs> so, what are the specs on these mutant monsters? I haven't a clue. Shinokan replied bluntly. He watched Chip from the doorway. What? Chip asked... Do you feel nostalgic? Do you remember the 90s? <laughs> Weren't they great? Do you remember Paris? <laughs> it was a magical night. You had your fighting axe. I tried to knock on doors. What happened to those days, Chip? Can't we go back? No. We're different people now. Oh, but if I could just go back then... <laughs> I'd do it in a heartbeat. This is why Shino Khan is so keen to integrate Chip with the group. It's because he's like, I want to get our relationship back on trap. <laughs> I just wrote our own uh, slash fan fiction <laughs> for your fa- slash fan fiction. I think that is literally the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> do you feel nostalgic? It was a strange question, but Chip knew what his master meant. Not really. The last time I went out fighting with MC was a lifetime ago for me. But you do not seem as troubled as MC about joining forces again? You know, you weren't very subtle about this. We both know this is a team-building exercise you set up. Ah, we called it. Yeah. Yeah, literally calling him out on it in the, in the story. 
I didn't create the monsters. <laughs> Shinokan said innocently. <laughs> I don't doubt that. So why didn't you let Louise come? She's in the ninja gang now. For obvious reasons, Chip. She's a woman. <laughs> Shinokan is sexist. <laughs> Not me, who wrote this <laughs> 17 years ago. For obvious reasons, Chip. You and MC need to spend time together. We haven't got a failed marriage. We fought to the death a few times last year, and I... I did stuff I'm not proud of. <laughs> Your Honour. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go through a really stressful time at work. It was some uh, prescription medication that had a uh, effect with my allergy medication. I really like, we haven't got a failed marriage, we fought to the death. <laughs> yeah, Same like, thing? <laughs> Look, we're not married, all right? We just fought to the death a few times. It's not legally binding. Yeah. I was fighting other people to the death at the same time. Whoever wins gets Louise and Jay. <laughs> the other one only gets them on the weekends when they come to visit his grave. I know this, and so do you. MC does not. So yes, this is a team-building exercise. But more than that, it's a chance for MC to see he can trust you again. And there is no better way to gain trust than to fight at someone's side. That is why I couldn't allow Louise to go as well. A couple of points. Mm. Um, <laughs> is Shinokan <laughs> instigating the MC as the bad guy in this situation? <laughs> <laughs> For MC, he's been a right bastard about it. He doesn't understand <laughs> since you heroically sacrificed yourself. Chip. <laughs> also, doesn't he need to build bridges with Louise as well? Or is it like one at a time kind of thing? I guess because like... Uh... Chip and MC were the core crew, weren't they? Also, it does feel like Louise and Jay have softened more than MC towards yeah, yeah. Uh, towards Chip. So maybe it MC felt like needs more of more. a betrayal for MC, I think. Yeah, because it yeah. was closer to Chip. Yeah, that makes sense. Chip got up and walked through Shin no Khan. Is that really insulting towards a ghost? Did he say knock knock as he went through? <laughs> Chip got up and walked through Shin no Khan. Before he'd gotten all the way out of the bedroom, Shin no Khan said, "You never did answer my question." <laughs> I love the, the question marks at the end of these sentences does, Question ends with a question mark all the time, doesn't it? <laughs> Chip turned back to face his mentor Do I feel nostalgic? Not really It just feels good to be doing good again Chip shut the door and headed downstairs He just shuts Shin Khan in the room <laughs> Rude <laughs> I mean... <laughs> He's first of all, he's walked through them, and then he's just closed the door on him. Shinokan's just chilling in Chip's room now, like, oh, okay, I guess I'll wait here. <laughs> Going, knock, knock. <laughs> he's working on his solid 15. <laughs> in the lobby, MC and Shinokan were talking. Wish I could teleport. Chip thought as he entered the lobby too. Oh, okay, so Shinokan has joined them. That's nice. Shinokan's like, and then he walked right through <laughs> me, then closed the door on me. You can't trust him, he's evil. <laughs> now remember... Shinno Khan addressed them both. We have no clue as to what these creatures are or what their strength may be. Use caution and watch each other's backs. I love how the the like the knowledge Shinno Khan and the intel he gets mm. is so varied at times. <laughs> Sometimes he's literally like, right, you're going to fight this monster. This is its weakness. You yeah. need to do this to kill it. This time he's just like, I don't know, there's some bad things over there. Go and kill them, I guess. MC resisted the urge to scoff at that last remark and headed for the car. Chip followed behind. The factory was in the heart of Tokyo's industrial estate 
a massive area that held workplaces for computer software companies, fruit and veg exports, <laughs> scientific and medical research, and slave labour sweatshops for some of the world's leading clothes manufacturers. Oh man, that's so racist. You're like, <laughs> oh. Japan, that's in Asia, they have sweatshops, even though it's not a third world country. It's actually <laughs> This is me getting political. Damn you, Adidas, damn you. <laughs> Made in Japan or China or Bangladesh. Whatever. Bangladesh is in Tokyo, isn't it? It's in the industrial estate, or the industry estate, as it says. <laughs> With all those fruit and veg exports. <laughs> so next to this scientific and medical research centre, there's just this little fruit and veg like, market stall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bananas here, pound of banana. The traffic was pretty busy that night, and MC's DeSoto wasn't going anywhere fast. It was just what he wanted to avoid. Another awkward car journey with Chip. Look, Chip started to say, Don't. MC replied quickly, Don't what? You're going to try and start some awkward conversation that's either going to fail miserably or will end up fighting in the street. And I don't know about you, but I want to get this job finished as quickly as humanly possible so I can find my friend and rescue him from a hell dimension. Okay? I, I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah I think that's probably fair enough. Might be a bit annoyed with Shinokan. <laughs> hey, I know your friend is in hell right now. But. Chip has already been there. You need to do some trust fall exercises, okay? All I was going to say was keep focused. Oh. MC replied. The pair didn't exchange words, gestures, or even glances until they reached the genetics factory. Bit of my slash fanfiction. Exchange bodily fluids. <laughs> Well, Shinde Khan tells knock-knock jokes in the corner. <laughs> the area surrounded the factory had been cornered off after the blast impending an investigation. Mm-hmm. That's a sentence. Which, of course, would never happen as no one wanted to come forward and confess ownership of it. Is that how it works? So you can only investigate an explosion after somebody comes up and says, Oh, yeah, sorry, that, that was my explosion. <laughs> well, I, I guess maybe they are investigating it, but then there's no one to investigate because they don't know who the owners are. Also, the police are really corrupt, so maybe they don't give a shit. Okay, fair enough. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) The factory itself was no longer standing, thanks to the bomb that had been planted by MC and Chip's fellow ninja, Lee, to destroy all the work that went on there. Obviously, it wasn't enough. Wait. Is this the same factory? What? Isn't it the genetics office? Uh, Didn't it kind of fluctuate between a factory and an office? Wasn't there like a factory and then an office above it? I'm pretty sure it was always a genetics office. <laughs> well, now it got blown up, so it can be whatever the hell it wants to be now, can't when it? it? When a genetics office is blown up, <laughs> that's how it evolves, like a Pokemon, into a factory. What actually is a genetics factory? They make genetics. <laughs> All the genetics. Blue ones, green ones, big ones, small ones. Make them to measure, get them off the shelf. Do they have slaves working there? Is it a sweatshop, <laughs> genetics factory, fruit and veg stall? <laughs> Only part of the foundations that held the factory together remained, and part of the first floor. No one would be stupid enough to walk across the first floor as it looked ready to collapse. Wonder if that will come back into things later. Ooh. MC and Chip exited the car and ducked under the yellow tape around the factory. They stated to... In- they stated to investigate the huge crater where the factory had once stood. I think I meant started there. I think you might have. The ground was thick with the rubble, wires, computers and various forms of multicoloured gunk. 
I like to think the computers are still whole. Just... <laughs> well, you know, computers had they were a lot more sturdy, weren't they? They're That's thicker, true. and you know, they were thick boys. <laughs> Have you got some sort of weird computer fetish? That's my fan fiction <laughs> for Windows ninety five. MC stepped in some, and it got stuck to the bottom of his foot. Ew. He complained and used a handy brick to wipe the slime off his shoe. Have you got genetics gunk on your shoe? Brick! <laughs> Good job the one wasn't there. <laughs> he hates bricks. The place is full of that stuff. Chip said more to himself. Anything could have come out of that mess. MC replied as he continued to search. Just think of the stuff we had to kill because of this place. Suddenly, Chip tripped over a broken television set. He didn't expect to be asked if he was okay. He pushed him. Oh, poor Chip. He pushed himself up and examined the area he had landed on. Inside the telly were various body parts, hands, legs, and heads. How big is this TV? Also, various body parts has made a comeback. It was a line from like I think last season. Brilliant. They all looked like they'd been torn off their respective bodies by either some sharp claws or teeth. Come and have a look at this. Chip called out to MC. Shut up. MC replied. Hey, look, I don't want to be here any more than you do, but it seems we've got a job to do, so why don't we... MC, cut him off. No, really, shut up. I think I heard something. MC drew his sword while Chip held his fighting axe. Both took up ninja stances that allowed them to leap into a battle quickly if they needed to. Is it, what, like a frog stance or something? or <laughs> Pogo sticks. <laughs> they take out their fighting pogo sticks from inside their black coats. That would be really fun. You would. Seconds that seemed like hours passed, and all was silent apart from their distant sound from Tokyo's main streets. Guess it was nothing. MC said as he lowered his sword... The moment he did, a demon leapt out of the rubble, throwing brick and stone aside like it was a bunch of annoying flies, and jumped for MC. Does that mean the demon's more powerful than the one? Because <laughs> it can withstand bricks. Exactly. <laughs> but can it only be killed by the one who raised it, maybe? <laughs> as was the law. a bunch of other things as well, I think. <laughs> Above the sound of waves, pirate laughter, and who knows what else... The only <laughs> bagpipes, old women yelling, <laughs> toasters. What were they yelling? <laughs> Literally, then he fell off my chair laughing. Then <laughs> above the sound of waves, pirate laughter, and who knows what else. The only sound Jay could hear clearly was his teeth shattering through the cold. Shattering, that's how cold it is. Jesus, so yeah. So cold, your teeth shatter. <laughs> Make a really loud noise while they do it. Thinking like a Tom and Jerry cartoon where their yeah. teeth shatter like glass. Think when they shatter, they sound like old women yelling. <laughs> <laughs> he had been left alone for a few hours now. He wasn't sure exactly how long. His clothes were still damp, and despite being curled up in a ball, he couldn't generate any body heat. Jay had never been able to explain his fear of pirates, nor could we. <laughs> No one ever believed he was actually terrified of them. Since his childhood, he had been mocked because of it. 
Just then, he heard the outrageous laughter of the pirates getting closer. <laughs> I like to think they're just having like a pirate laugh competition. Like, okay, okay, go, go. Har, har, har. No, no, no. No, no, my, me, me. That's a really good pirate laugh. Thank you. You could get a career Would out of that. Would you say it's outrageous? <laughs> Jay tried to push himself further into the corner, but he just wouldn't fit. The door burst open and several pirates, including Captain Wakefield, strolled in. He chuckled at the sight of a terrified Jay. <laughs> Still unable to act like a man, huh, boy? <laughs> Captain Wakefield is like the living embodiment of toxic masculinity. <laughs> what, 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 what? Jay managed. Just a little fun, boy. Oh, God, where is this going? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wakefield nodded towards two of his pirates. They hoisted Jay up by his arms and held him up. Captain Wakefield stood in front of Jay and said, do you know how we have fun, lost one? Oh, no, please don't let this go down that route. No. Oh, please don't. I was don't. just thinking Peter Pan with Lost, Peter oh, Pan lost Boys. I mean, probably. Well, if you read my Slash fan fiction. <laughs> it's really dark. The captain buried his fist into Jay's gut, doubling him over. The two pirates holding Jay forced him upright, and once again, Wakefield hit him hard in his mid-rift. His mid-rift... <laughs> Not his what? top rift, or his bottom rift, his mid-rift. The most sensitive of all the rifts. <laughs> Jay coughed and gagged, trying to catch his breath. The other pirates started to laugh and holler. <laughs> more! 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 Hit him! Har, har. Hit him in the mid-rift! <laughs> they cried. <laughs> I tell you what, lads. Wakeful said as he turned to the other pirates, Get your pieces of silver and gold out, and let's see how many times it takes for me to break this laddie's nose with me forehead. Sounded quite Irish. Yeah, I think that's just my... Pirate voice. He's yeah. Irish pirate. <laughs> well, he said laddie, which I guess is a bit more Scottish, maybe. Sure. So he's a Scottish-Irish pirate. He's a citizen of the world. <laughs> he's been all over. Please. Jay said in a meek voice, Careful, boy. Otherwise, we just might cut that tongue out of your mouth. Who'll offer me two silver pieces for three headbutts to see Claret dripping from his face? Claret. Been a while. Yeah. And the pirate said it. (laughs) Pirates famously describe your blood as Claret. (laughs) The pirate started to cheer loudly and Wakefield removed his hat. Before he could inflict more pain onto Jay, a small guy burst into the room. Captain, He said... The king's men approach on a large vessel. To top deck! <laughs> to top deck! <laughs> captain Wakefield commanded in a very strange tone. You, you, you want, Captain? Uh, could, could you say that again, but with less of a ridiculous accent? To tap dick? What are you talking about? I was going to cut that out, but I'm just going to leave it. The pirates drew their respective swords and let out a roar. They stormed to the top of the boat to prepare for the battle, leaving Wakefield alone with Jay. He lay on the floor, trying not to look at the pirate. I'll tell you what, boy. You help us to win this fight, and I just might forget about winning that bet to break your face. He dropped a sword by Jay and went to join the fight. Jay looked at the sword and pulled himself up. He slowly followed Wakefield to the tip dick. <laughs> <laughs> Is that close to the mid-rift? <laughs> I think it's below. Uh, 
he slowly followed Wakefield to the top deck, mm. as I was trying to say earlier. Is this the standard way that pirates treat their, their captives? They're like, here's a sword. <laughs> well, he did say, you know, if you help us win the fight, we won't hurt you. So it's almost like a bit of like Stockholm syndrome yeah, thing going yeah, yeah. on, you know, like they, it's he's indoctrinating him into mm. the pirate clan. Sure. Yeah. Emsley rolled to his right to avoid the demon slash mutant coming towards him. He got to one knee just in time to block a swipe from the yellow demon. It was built like a weightlifter and had numerous boils over its entire body. His chin was around four inches long and his sharp teeth were accompanied by sticky saliva. MC could see the bloodlust in its eyes and reached for its green, straggly hair to pull it back. The demon mutant was surprisingly strong. I really like the term demon mutant. It's pretty badass. (laughs) Sounds like a cool band. (laughs) The demon mutant was surprisingly strong. Emsley used his leg strength to push him up and knee the demon in its square chest. This is a uh, uh, some biology going on here. So he's got a four-inch chin. Mm-hmm. He's yellow with boils. He's got green hair. His midriff is square. Midriff. <laughs> <laughs> was that intentional? Yeah. That was really good. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one for the lexicon there. Yeah, I think it's going to yeah. be... Chip came running forwards, his axe held high. The demon caught Chip in his ribs with a martial arts kick, sending him back. How the fuck has this demon learned martial arts? <laughs> Genetics, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. The guy from the fruit and veg stall taught him. <laughs> Before the yellow demon could follow up its attack, MC sliced its back, cutting the demon deep. MC went to take its head off, but it managed to duck just in time and use a scissor kick to push MC away. Chip leapt back up and went to join the fight, but was distracted by a fat green demon with two heads, one of which was growing out of its chest, charging at him. (laughs) Are you getting the visuals of this? Yeah, they're clear, so clear. (laughs) He jumped high into the air to avoid its gore-like attack. Chip's feet met the green demon as he landed back onto the ground. Both heads growled at him and it charged again. MC noticed that the mutant he was fighting seemed to have a high tolerance of pain. He had sliced and diced it a few times across his arms and chest, yet still it came forwards, throwing punches and kicks. Whatever it had been before, it had been mutated. It had been well trained. By again, by who? Did Jack and Lee spend their time trading these like horrendous creatures? I mean or? they had a lot of plan Bs. There was like plan <laughs> yeah. A, B, C, D, 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 D. So this must be like plan number two hundred and thirty six <laughs> that never quite <laughs> Like, well, what if we just made a guy good at martial arts and then made his chest square? <laughs> so it was harder to hit? Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, though, you know, all the vampires in Buffy knew karate. True. So, True. you know. It threw a combination of punches at MC, who managed to dodge and weave all but one, which cut the side of his left eye. He ducked down low to miss a jab and shoved his sword into the demon's gut, twisting the blade to ensure maximum damage. MC watched as the demon fell backwards and mucus and vile pour out of the wound. Oh, bile is what you meant. Oh, uh, yeah. I was wondering what that was. Mucus and vile. Yeah, yeah, bile. Yeah, vile, bile. Mucus and vile sounds like a band as well. Like an <laughs> industrial band or something. Hey, if anyone starts a band and names it after like demon mutant or mucus and vile, do let us know. Yes. Yet the demon still didn't die. It sat up and pulled MC's sword out of its side. MC was lost for words as the demon pushed two blades of its own out of its arms. 
Despite its insides falling out, it slashed with tremendous speed. The blood dripping from Emsley's eye blinded his vision, and the demon's right arm blade cut into his arm as he tried to block. As well as having two heads, the demon Chip was fighting also had the handy advantage of having three powerful arms. <laughs> Jack and Lee being like, well, two heads are better than one, right? So that must mean three arms are better than two. Where is its third one? Because the head, the second head's in the chest. Yeah. So maybe it's like on its back or something? Yeah. Yeah. Where would it be the most useless location? Bottom of the foot. Yeah. <laughs> Just a big arm coming out. Like Chip put his foot into the demon's belly and it caved in. Blood and vital organs stained Chip's boots. So he, he kicked through its stomach? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. That's medically possible. <laughs> With ninja kicking. Sure. <laughs> Great, Chip said. Only got them last week. I'm not sure how bloods. The demon's ass speaking with both heads. Chip, too shocked to answer, didn't see the demon's third arm grab his coat. It threw him over its head and brought him down across a pile of bricks and stone. Chip could almost feel his back instantly bruise. I like how he was defeated by a sick burn. <laughs> yeah, well, just casual conversation, really, more than anything else. In the shoe outlet, because your oh. mum can't afford good shoes. Those aren't real Nikes. The demon tried to bite Chip. The head in its chest could extend. It went about three foot out to try and get Chip, who waited for it to get a little closer before bringing his axe down across its skinny neck. The demon yelped in pain and threw Chip once again. They've got all these like secret powers. They can like they can got like, swords yeah. in their arms. They've got a chest head that can extend. They got they're really catty and <laughs> sassy. <laughs> Clearly, this was the uh, peak of my creativeness. <laughs> the ninja quickly got back to his feet and threw his axe into the neck of the demon that was charging him again. Chip turned his back and went to go help MC when the axe he had just thrown flew into the wall beside him. The demon had gotten back up. He pulled the axe out of the wall and headed back into the fight. Both ninjas were battling hard, but no amount of hacking could slow the adversaries down. Some tough bastards, these like mm. weird-ass demon mutants. They've got another stupid uh, secret weakness. Uh, yeah, probably, actually. There's probably a button butter. or something. Yeah. <laughs> Low-fat butter. <laughs> Quick, that's why they need Louise there. <laughs> the mutant demons started to push the ninjas back, cornering them in together. MC and Chip bumped backs and nearly attacked each other before realising who the other was. The demons closed in. Wanna trade? MC asked. Chip nodded. MC leant over and Chip rolled across his back. Awesome. <laughs> this is how they're bonding again. See, Shinokan was right. He was met by the yellow-armed bladed demon that took him down with a leg trip and tried to pierce his chest with one of its blades. Chip gripped the blade with his one free hand and used all his strength to keep the demon from stabbing him. MC landed punches and kicks on the fat demon's head and seemed to burst numerous blood cells in its face. <laughs> this is really, really vivid, isn't it? He looked at his fists, which were now covered in snot-coloured pus. Puss. It says puss. <laughs> 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 oh god I got a new mental image of this demon oh. and I don't want it I don't want it this is going to be in your fan fiction <laughs> he looked at his fists which were now covered in snot coloured puss the demon's blood so it says fists plural 
Oh, no. Mm. Oh, I done fucked up. MC only has one fist. He does, but it's <laughs> covered in snot-coloured pus. <laughs> Maybe he borrowed another arm from the three-armed demon. Sure, why not? <laughs> MC forced the demon to the floor and continued to pummel his face. He felt its skull being crushed by the sheer force of the punches he was throwing, yet its body still didn't go limp. MC could still feel its arms reaching for him. Chip was struggling to hold on. He still wasn't at his full strength since returning from the underworld, and with Kate Beckinsale, <laughs> and could feel the yellow demon pushing harder on its blade. It was only a few centimetres away from his chest now. Then Chip remembered why he only had one hand free. In the other was his axe. What an idiot. <laughs> what is yeah. Oh no, don't stab me. Wait, what is this? Oh, it's an axe. Great. He swung it, cutting into the demon's head. The yellow demon fell onto Chip and started to disintegrate. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It was no more than a sack of skin filled with a dark pink blood when it was dead. What? Is I eating like a load of crayons or something at this point? <laughs> and they're just thrown up over the, over the laptop. Chip wondered what was so special about the blow he had dealt to the mutant. He examined his axe and saw a dark cream puss-like substance on the plate. From the other demon, he realised. Then an idea hit him. Here comes that one weakness that they have. Chip saw MC fighting the demon. He quickly dipped the axe into the dead demon's corpse and threw the axe. It landed in the mutant demon's back. Just like the last creature, it dried up leaving skin and a pool of its own blood. Chip joined MC and said, I think I know how to kill them. Good. Both ninjas watched as 20 or so other mutant demons surrounded them. Like, they struggled so much with just two of them. Well, I mean, I like the original lineup of mutant demons. <laughs> but it was just the original two, not 20. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> They've got a new guitarist in, new bassist. It's just, ah. Oh. Do you think I'm going to describe all 20 of these? I... I doubt that very yeah. much. <laughs> what colour is the puss blood? Hang on, we say that. A couple of them looked human apart from the wings and tails. One had a long tongue which flickered out like a snake. All the others had various deformities and looked pissed off. There we go, just a very general okay, description okay. of them all. Deformities, pissed off. Other demons clawed their way out of the rubble. Looks like you'll get your chance to share now. MC said as he retrieved his sword. Ooh, quite an epic battle there between mm. those. Like Shinra Khan, to be fair, mm. was right. This is quite a pressing issue. If these motherfuckers had got out, mm. they would have caused chaos on the streets of Tokyo. Fruit and vegetables knocked over. <laughs> <laughs> Sweatshop <laughs> closed down. <laughs> the movement Jay had just used was taught to him by MC. It was a simple defensive manoeuvre in fencing that was used to draw your opponent away from their strongest holding position and off balance. I, mm-hmm. Is that real? Is that a thing? Anyone who's a fencer, please let us know, because I feel like I made that up. <laughs> of course, Jay didn't know what all that meant. All he knew was that he had killed a human being. I mean, didn't he kill a bunch of SWAT? Did he kill any of the SWAT team as well? He or? did, but I guess in that case they were trying to kill them and they, he thought they were born evil or true, whatever it was. True, true, true. These are just like normal folk. And also he's fighting on the side of the pirates. Yeah, yeah. Clearly in the wrong... Lying at his feet, dressed in a smart navy uniform, was one of the soldiers that had boarded the pirate ship. Captain Wakefield and the rest of the crew celebrated as they sank their attacking ship with cannon shot. Not a cannon shot, just cannon shot. I think that's the thing. With like cannon shot, shot. I think shot means like the cannonballs, maybe? 
I don't, I don't think, think I would have known that. Known that. Yeah. <laughs> what a happy coincidence. <laughs> Once again, the water surrounding the boat was red with the blood of men. Jay had tried to avoid the fight as best he could, but when one of the soldiers cornered him, he had to defend himself. Even though he was certain that the pirates would kill him anyway, he had to believe in hope. If there was one other thing, apart from a few sword-wielding techniques that the gang had shown him, then it was with hope anything could be accomplished. So, okay, so from the sound of it, it was in self-defence again. Yeah. So he didn't yeah, yeah. like, hey, I'm going to kill a bunch of Navy dudes because I want to be a pirate. Yeah, he was forced into it. And yeah. the thing is, like, he doesn't know this is his nightmare as well. Mm. Like, He thinks this is a real situation mm. that's going on. All that hope started to fade away as Wakefield approached him. He kicked the corks in the stomach to make sure he was dead. Good work, boy, he said as he smiled behind a set of yellow teeth. Maybe there is hope for you yet. Captain Wakefield walked away leaving Jay alone. Maybe death would have been a blessing, Jay wondered. He missed his friends. He wanted to go home. He was afraid and alone. And at that specific moment in time, hope was a long way away. Oh, that's a really sad little paragraph. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. He's literally in the worst place in the world. Yeah. Oh, poor Jay. The beast had MC pinned down. It appeared to be some sort of werewolf, only with parts that a werewolf normally wouldn't have. I don't know if this is all the slash fanfiction, but... <laughs> but, like, that's so vague. Yeah. Like, what parts does a werewolf normally have? So Elephant trunk. <laughs> a wheel from a car. <laughs> a hot dog. <laughs> Chip picked up the demon he had just killed with the help of his loaded wrist knives and dropped its remains over the beast. The two creatures' blood mixed and they died. It was over. The area where the genetics factory once stood was now a ground zero with dozens and dozens of mutant demon bodies. We haven't really touched upon that. So the mm. way they die is if their blood is mixed. Mm. Because science. Yeah. Okay. Chip extended his hand and helped MC up. They examined the carnage. Maybe we should hang around just in case there's any more. MC suggested. Chip just nodded. They'd worked together as a team and dispatched their enemies with a connection they hadn't displayed since the old days. Chip decided now was the time to be honest, to open his heart and let out his soul. That sounds really bad, you should probably keep that inside. <laughs> Look what happened to Angel when he lost his soul. He knew MC deserved a reason, and he needed to know why everything had happened the previous year. I feel like Chip has explained like five times already. Because <laughs> he was sad? Was that his reason? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Also, Chip needed to make peace with MC and the others before being at peace with himself. <sighs> MC, he started to say, we need to talk. Are you breaking up with me? MC joked. The two ninjas laughed. <laughs> <laughs> me? Talk about my emotions? No. <laughs> wouldn't do that. Who said violence never solved anything? <laughs> Chip thought. No, that's where you went wrong last time, Chip, wasn't you? <laughs> you did all the violence and it went terribly wrong and it didn't solve a single thing. What do you want to say? MC asked. I guess I just... Before Chip could finish, he leaped onto MC and pushed him aside. <gasps> the SWAT members <gasps> who had just arrived at the factory area opened fire on Chip, who dived behind a pile of bricks as cover. Confused, MC got to his feet. A small blue sphere came bouncing past him. There was a bright flash. Oh, at first oh. I was thinking flashbang, but wasn't that what got Jay? Yep. Oh, oh it's a MC... nightmare world. Oh, it's... no. What's MC's nightmare world going to be? Emotions. <laughs> Respecting women. 
being nice to your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Make it stop. <laughs> That's it, Louis said aloud. <laughs> Spelt very wrong. That's how Jay needs to get back. She ran for the phone, but before she could dial MC's mobile number, there was a knock at the door. Realising it could be something important, or MC returning, she went to answer it. <laughs> I like how MC returning isn't important. <laughs> well, see, wouldn't he have a key? Yeah. Yeah, I guess where he lives. Yeah. <laughs> when she opened the door, there was no one to be seen. Before she closed the door, she noticed something on the mat. It was a small blue sphere. The bright flash that exploded out of it nearly blinded her. She could do nothing to stop it. Oh my god, they got Louise now as well. Jesus. Chip came out from his hiding place to discover that the SWAT team were gone. And so was MC. Oh no. Chip said as the realisation of what just went down hit him. Not again. Not another portal. And that's the end of Old Horizons Part 2. Whoa, like two cliffhangers there. Mm. Damn. That was that was a very hard episode to read because there was a lot of me narrating fighting and demon mucus and vile. Your your uh, description of fighting is so much better than it used to be. Because <laughs> it used to be one sentence, which is like they did a fight and then just one. <laughs> I kind of miss those days. Though. I feel nostalgic about them. <laughs> so do I. It's a lot better in my throat. Um, what do you think of this episode, MC? Well, it's uh, it's interesting actually. There's some sort of like. Uh, there's an emotional arc to it all with MC and Chip getting yeah, back together yeah. with uh, Jay being a sort of mm-hmm. survival in the, the priority nightmare world because uh, there was a lot of stuff about how the gang was really fractured wasn't there yeah, like, yeah, after yeah. the SWAT attacked and they realised you know Harato's dastardly plan to mm. make them kill humans mm. um, they just kind of fell apart mm. so maybe now like hopefully mm. they'll come back together eventually like yeah. this is kind of the healing point like and what is Harato up to he's like just portals everywhere <laughs> just everywhere but now it's only chip left yeah it's true it's just chip and shin Khan and tifa she there was no mention of tifa no she there? wasn't in this episode she's become such a regular character she probably got stuck in a cupboard again <laughs> oh no we got stuck in a portal world no tifa <laughs> you can't open the fridge from the inside <laughs> it's my worst nightmare <laughs> no at least you got the voice in <laughs> Um, yeah, and not a lot of Louise actually in towards the end either. No, true. Very much a sort of Jay in the priority world, and then mainly MC and Chip yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. rebonding. Um, I guess the older risings of the title were the sort of monsters that Jack and Lee had created from the earlier seasons. Yeah, yeah. I'm really intrigued to see what Nightmare Worlds Louise. Oh yeah. god. Oh my god. I just. I think no. it's going to be really something horrible and sexist, isn't it? <laughs> oh no, the shop's closed early or something. <laughs> Can we just skip the next couple of episodes? <laughs> oh my god, There's, all the butter is, is low fat. <laughs> oh, I've got the fear. <laughs> Shall we see what next week's episode is called, let's MC? Do it, let's do it. Okay. The next episode is called Phobic. It's a good title. <laughs> one word, couple of syllables, bang. But I guess because of the phobias that they're going to experience. Yes, I guess that would be it. Yes, I'm just. What a subtle. <laughs> what a clever. <laughs> <laughs> what a clever title. I you don't think you understand. The <laughs> because the nightmare worlds are based on their... They've gone through portals, MC. What does... Oh, it's, P begins... Portal begins with P and so does phobic. So that's it, right? Hey, but if any of the listeners have theories about the portal world nightmares that uh, MC and Louise have slipped into... If you want to tell us what your nightmare world would be like... <laughs> there are numerous ways in which you can get in touch with us. <laughs> 
You can find us on Facebook, where we're at facebook.com slash how we ripped off podcast. Or fear book. <laughs> Come on, do one for Twitter then, clever boy. Come on. <laughs> yeah, at how I ripped off. Uh, and if you're brave enough to go through our entire back catalogue, you, you can find all our previous episodes on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and YouTube. And leave us a spooky rating. This is getting very Halloween now. Uh, please leave us a rating and a review while you're there. Uh, we'd appreciate it. It will be a dream world for us. <laughs> Especially if your biggest fear is leaving five-star reviews. But- <laughs> <laughs>